How many corns do you crack in a day, buddy? <laughs> it's inexpensive. <laughs> Gee whiz. back on Sunday, the WWE has, I believe it's their first ever pay-per-view in Puerto Rico? I think Saturday. so. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Oh, shit, it's Saturday. I, you know, I always forget they're on Saturdays. I really do, because for how long were they on Sundays? Like, forever? Forever. Right. And ever, ever. I mean, I mean, Zaha had hair the last time I think, you know, they were on like Sunday's regular. Um, so that being said, it's actually a pretty stacked card for a show after WrestleMania. And it's the, the last show before the draft takes into effect, I guess, right. is the term for it. And it's kind of the buffer show between this and the big Saudi Arabian United Champion show at the end of May. So it is a loaded card. It, it, yeah, it really is. It really, really is. I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to watch it at least Saturday night because my in-laws will be in town. But after they're going to Sunday, I'll probably get a chance to watch it, so I might have to stay off the internet. So let's run down the card here quick. Let's start with the women's title match between Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega. Are we are we doing predictions like we had talked about? I'll keep track of them here. Do you want to do the predictions amongst the three of us and see who? Yeah, and then we'll, we can just yeah. kind of keep track the rest of the year and see okay. who does better. Well, uh, we'll see what Ma thinks too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she can be our honorary guest uh, analyst. Yeah, she won uh, some candy in the Royal Rumble thing we did. Right? That's right. right. That's right. You did mention that. That was one of the highlights of the Rumble was hearing. Because you also said you made it so much fun, man. I got to thank you again, Mike. That was an awesome idea. It's Everybody fun. was super engaged. Exactly. Even my dad, dude, he was just like, this is fun. I want candy. Bye. <laughs> So it worked out for everybody. I will never forget the year, the Royal Rumble. This was the year the Undertaker won. This year, Kafer and Michaels was 08, I think. It was the year they were the last two. And me and my two buddies were sitting at Hooters, and we did the Royal Rumble for us, a different kind. And one guy was keeping track and everything like that. And my, my one former buddy number was the Undertaker's number. And he goes... He goes, my guy won. He goes, so I win the money, right? He goes, actually, no. He goes, all Spiker's numbers lasted the longest combined. He goes, so technically, Spiker wins. I've never seen a guy's bubble burst so bad as when I picked up that money off the table. He goes, no, he goes, legitimately. He goes, because it turns out I had Shawn Michaels. And I said, yes. <laughs> so that's Winner. what I think of. When, yes. Very nice, yes. <laughs> um, so going back to the predictions, we have Rhea versus Selena. I can't go against Rhea at all. Yeah, I got a feeling she's going to get put over pretty strong. I think Zelina will show well, but yes. I got a feeling they're going to really push Rhea Ripley with the belt. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think that there's there's no chance that Zelina wins, but I think that they're probably going to make her look fairly strong since it's in Puerto Rico and that's where her family is originally. Yes, totally agree. I think she'll get a good showing. Like, I don't think it's going to be a fluke win for Rhea or anything. No. I think Zelina will get to look a lot stronger than she might. On a, on a regular pay-per-view. I mean, I hate to say it. Do you think where they're at had something to do with this? Oh, for God. sure. I don't I don't know that you've got the LWO versus Judgment Day feud going. So it makes yeah. sense they're facing off. And it just, you know, coincidentally that, that it lands here, I think. But, uh, but yeah, I think definitely being in Puerto Rico plays into things a lot. 
for this match. Yeah, I just don't see Rhea losing anytime soon, much less right now. Are we, are three of us in agreement on that? Absolutely. All going Rhea. I, I can see them, they, they teased it, what, the night after Mania for Rhea and Bianca next year? There's your money match. There's your money right. women's match right there. You keep them both strong and you have your money match for 40 next year. And it would actually make me want to see a live in person next year to watch the two of them go at it. Yeah, that'd be good. Next, we have Andrew's boy almost versus Seth Rollins. Was there any, <laughs> did, did I miss, like, was there any build to this whatsoever? They just kind of announced it out of thin air and then just kind of run with it. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm going to have, I'll have to wait until the uh, pay-per-view when they show the pre-match buffer to find out what was happening. <laughs> it said uh, on April 21st, it was announced that Seth Rollins would be facing almost a backlash despite the two never having any conflict to have a match. Okay. Three days later on Raw, Omos's manager MVP explained that he was the one who arranged the match, finding that because Rollins was one of the greatest wrestlers in WWE history, a win over Rollins would be huge for Omos's career. Rollins stated that he was not afraid of Omos and would give him the greatest match, which to be fair, I, I can see that just because yeah, Rollins can make that work. I mean, if somebody's going to give almost a good match, Rollins is probably one of the handful of guys that could do it. Can he get the curb stomp on him? Um, that could be the visual right there. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. Maybe off the top rope. With with almost on his hands and knees, how high does Rollins have to jump? Right. He's going to have to have like a 40-plus vert. Right. <laughs> Wee. I say it might make for a really innovative spot, though. Something off the middle rope, top rope. And I mean, if anybody could pull it off, it would be Seth Rollins. Right. I, I got a feeling Seth's going to win. Well, I think if the timing was different and they didn't have the, are they doing a tournament for the new type for the heavyweight title? Is that what it is? I don't think they've said. I that was the impression I was. That's the impression that, that I'm getting in the words of the uh, Boss Tones. Yes. Shout out to Diggy for posting that yeah. song on the three day song yeah, challenge. I was playing that thing today. <laughs> on my break, I was like, "Oh, big Diggy, you stuck me with that one for a while, bud." It's been one of the songs stuck in my head for the last two days. I think we all know what the other one is, but we won't get into that here. <laughs> um, I think because Seth will probably factor into that tournament that, that you can't have him lose here. I think if the timing was different, Seth could. It wouldn't hurt Seth to take a loss to Omos because you've got the size as a plus MVP on the outside as a way to make the loss happen and not make Seth look bad. I don't think with, you know, three weeks away from that tournament that you're going to do that. So I, yeah. I, I would say Seth wins here. Yeah, I have to fall pretty much in agreement with that. I mean, unless you're going to make Omos like a force in that tournament or make him a force to go after that title right. you don't have him established because like you have seth established to go right. that because yeah, almost just came off a five minute loss to brock at mania you know but seth has been having quality even though it was a hell of a five minutes you know but seth has been knocking out quality match after quality match after quality match yes repeatedly yes he's over that that entrance is over he is over his outfits need a little bit of work but <laughs> he yeah, that weird Jeff Jarrett thing. Yeah, but he is over. And, I mean, admittedly, if it's not Cody having the belt and you want to build, you know, you keep the title separate, Seth has a point. Roman has not beat him. They they made a very good point about that. Normally, they don't do that unless they're going somewhere with something. So, I mean, that makes a very good point, and Seth can beat him. Seth's done it before. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go with Seth on this one. Agreed. Seth, clean sweep on that one. Yes. Seth or... Or almost my Seth is a bull in a china shop. I know one, and that's exactly what he is. So I'm going to go with Seth. Okay. Who was her pick in the women's match? Oh, uh, Rhea Ripley or Zelina? 
Vega. Zelina has the home field advantage. I would say her because that's kind of a, a certain name that you might be pissed off having. And so that'll make you fight right there. <laughs> like, like, this is my name, like it or not. I just got paid. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Book it. Okay. What's up next, Chris? All right. So our next match, we'll talk about the United States title three-way match, which might be match of the night, honestly. I think it could, be. I think it could be. This is the match Austin, I'm looking at as the show stealer. It's Theory, Bronson Reed, and Bobby Lashley. The almighty Bobby Lashley. So here, I know we, we just talked last week about Theory having a strong U.S. title run. However, in a triple threat match, he can now drop the belt without being pinned and still keep a shine. I don't know if they're going to go that route and have Bobby regain the title or if that's going to put Bobby Lashley in a better position for this tournament because I have to believe that he'd be a strong contender for this tournament. Well, if anybody can be pinned and lose the title, regardless of who's pinned, it'll be kind of an echo back to, oh, was it Mania 18 or 17 when they had the triple threat match with Angle and Jericho and he who shall not be named? And uh, Angle had both the titles and <laughs> the other two guys pinned each other and won both of them. Right. So that could so, be a way to get the belt off Theory without having to have have him get pinned. So we have theories going to SmackDown post draft. The Intercontinental Champion, who would be Gunther. Why am I right? Yeah, Gunther is going to Raw. So you have a pretty easy switch right there as far as like the second tier titles go. But this being said, you have a great opportunity with both those guys to build the secondary titles into a big deal. Which I think they've um, done they've done a very good job of over the last are we ten months into Triple H's run as Booker. Yeah. I, I think and, they've done a very good job of building the US and IC titles back up to meaning something where maybe they and, didn't always. And and I'm sorry, I stand corrected. Bobby Lashley is also going to smack down. Yeah. And Bronson Reed is on Raw. So yeah. and I if you're sticking with the the way things are drafted, I don't think Bronson Reed wins the title at all because he's on the wrong show. Yeah. Now you have honestly, I think, and I know I said it before, you have, but we'll we'll talk a little more about this in the draft conversation because something happened that I was not expecting with the draft. Your first contender for Roman Reigns might as well be Bobby Lashley because that's my guess. That's my guess. We we've never gotten it. It'd be a one hell of a match. Absolutely. Big meaty men slapping me. <laughs> That's a SummerSlam main event level program. Exactly. Lashley and versus Rose. And I feel like that's probably where things will go over the next two or three months. And that's what they'll build to. I could be wrong. Maybe they really elevate somebody else. But that's my thought currently is Lashley will be the next big challenger for Roman until, you know, the actual breakup. Now, maybe, maybe Lashley's a, a mid. In interim contender, and by SummerSlam, we've completely fractured the bloodline, and it's Jay versus Roman at that point. I don't know. Because because at some point, you're going to have to pull that trigger at right. some point, and them all, again, we'll talk about this more in the draft, but them all being on the same show, I did not expect that, so I wonder if they're going to move forward with that sooner than we thought. You know, is it going to be Jay? Is it going to be Solo? We'll find out. However, right. I, think I feel like there's uh, definitely going to be a turn in that match. <laughs> yes. And I mean, we'll we'll talk more about that because we have the we'll talk about the main event later on. So who are we picking? I'm going to go with Theory. I don't think he's dropping the belt just yet. I think I think this is going to be a boring prediction show because I've taken Theory also. Yeah, I mean, just just because realistic, I mean, realistically, but I'm but while I'm watching this in my suspended disbelief, I'm going to be pulling for Bronson Reed the whole damn absolutely. time. Absolutely, that's one thing I'm disappointed with that they didn't have him drafted 
to SmackDown just because of this match. Because to me, it makes it feel like it's a foregone conclusion that he's not going to win it. Because why draft him to Raw instead of making him a free agent if you're going to have him win the belt that right. goes on SmackDown? And that may be one little error that they made when they did this. I mean, that they may have plans for Bronson Reed because I'd be all for a Bronson Reed versus Gunther feud yeah, for the IT time. That would be fantastic. But Gunther's so much taller, he'd be chopping him in the forehead. <laughs> I feel like they really should have probably made Bronson Reed a free agent in the draft just so that it doesn't look so obvious that he won't. Now, tons of potential, too. Maybe yeah. they're swerving us here. Maybe it's a big swerve by having him drafted to Raw and then he and then he wins. I don't know. But yeah, I would go theory here. Yeah, it's most logical. Theory, Reed, or Bobby. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the underdog because that's my brother's name, so there you go. <laughs> All right. Bobby Lashley's in the books. Okay. Right, so so three for theory and one for Bobby. The the thing that's disappointing about them going to separate shows is I felt we could have gotten more out of Lashley and Bronson. So I hope oh, they're playing yeah. good things for them. That's why I almost wonder if they shortened it for a reason. Like they wanted to leave something on the bone. That could be. You know, I mean, hell, we could be talking about this and by SummerSlam, these draft, this draft might not even matter again. They, they might decide otherwise. Who knows? All right, so that one's in the book. So we're going to move up to the street fight with Damien Priest versus Bad Bunny. I'm so, sure everybody's going to hate this match online. But, I mean, the dude, uh, he's one of those guys that gets it, you know? Absolutely. He's, he's going to put in a hell of a performance. I I promise everyone in the, in the world he's going to mm-hmm. fucking give 110, and it's going to be a really good match. He Might not be a technical here. marvel. But there's going to be an oh shit moment. I think that's why it's a street fight because Bad Bunny, while he's good, I don't know how well he could hold down a whole match by him. Right. I mean, the the psychology won't be you know DiBiase level <laughs> by any stretch. But I mean, fuck it. I mean, I personally, <laughs> I, I really I like Damian Priest. I really like Damian Priest because you guys know I'm a big fan of Judgment Day. That's what I'm. Um, I mean. Uh, Does Bunny have to win, though, you'd think? I mean, and he's... It's Puerto Rico, man. If he doesn't win, I got a feeling the place burns. Yeah, I don't... I don't think that it's going to hurt Priest any to lose. Right, because he's kind of like, uh, he's the heater in the group, you know, so it's like he's kind of, it's okay for him to catch a pin or whatever, or to get DQ'd or counted out, or he's not supposed to, he's just supposed to beat people up. And and of course, I mean, you can't discount the fact that we're going to have Judgment Day, the LWL, everybody in the brother, Jose Gonzalez might run in, you know. I don't know, you guys, but always, always expect out of nowhere an underdog. Up and comers. That's how yep. they get. That's how they get moving. They get your attention, and you're watching, and they're doing better and better. You know, uh, I do have to give bad money. Feel Al in this Chili's tonight. <laughs> I. <laughs> I do have to give Bad Bunny props. I, I had no idea what the hell Bad Bunny was. Bit, man. Yeah. I, I had no idea what the hell a Bad Bunny was until he showed up that year wrestling. Yeah, I, musically, I mean, I'm sure he's great, but I've never heard the dude, except for when he was on that one show. And I was like, yeah, not for me, but hey. But then he came out. It's like, holy crap, this dude knows what he's doing. He's a fan. You know, he's enthusiastic. People get excited to see him. And those are all ones in the check column, bro. Yep. I mean, he, so, I mean, I have no problem if he wins. I just, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of torn about it because will that kill Priest credibility? I, like I said, I think there's going to be a whole bunch of shenanigans in there, of course. Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be a schmoz, maybe. Well, and I think, 
I mean, that's why it's a street fight in the first place, because you can't have you can't have Bad Bunny beat Priest in a straight match because that right. would make Priest look bad. Yeah. And that would hurt in a street fight where you're going to have guys interfering, where you're going to have the LWO getting involved, uh, weapons, whatever. That's your out for Priest losing the match and it not hurting him any. And going back to something that Drew said earlier about people on the Internet are going to hate this match. Anybody that hates this match is just looking at it as, oh, it's a celebrity. This is stupid. Right. With a myopic view. Yes, if you've watched Bad Bunny in anything he's done in the WWE, the guy has put in the time, put in the work, put in the effort. He gets every aspect of it, much like Pat McAfee. He respects the business, and he wants to do well. There's no reason to hate him just because he's a celebrity. That's just being contrary to be contrary. It's going to be a good match. It's not going to be a technical masterpiece or anything else, but it's going to be an entertaining, good match the way they do this because Priest is going to bump his ass off and make Bunny look Agreed. good and make it look believable. Agreed. And it's going to end up, it's not going to be match of the night, but it's not going to be the worst match on the card. Oh, either. Yeah. I, when I look at the card top to bottom, I don't see a stinker on the thing. No. There, there's not. No, there's really not. And that, that to me, because I mean, backlash can be a card that, you know, is either going to look good or it's going to be, you know, a WrestleMania rehash. Exactly. And this isn't. No, this is a lot of fresh you know, fresh continuing, it's fresh stuff, continuing stuff, you know, okay, some of these maybe finished storylines, put crinkles in the new ones, who knows? So, so, all right, so who, who are we going with on this one? So is the, uh, the way to, to get the win, is it like one of those answer the 10 count type street fights where if you just got a, a guy just can't get up I don't think <laughs> so. I think or like a Titantron bump could be the end of the match. I think it's oh, no. just, um, or basically you got no, a guy. Yeah. I think it's just basically a no disqualification match. That's usually how their street fights are. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they specifically say otherwise, but they haven't done like a last man standing match in like forever. The last one of those probably would have been Roman and Owens. Right. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. a good one too. Shamed or whatever it was. And they and they, they totally fucked that. I, in the I mean, I got to think Bunny's going to win, logically. That's that's my pick, is, is Bad Bunny. Yeah, I got to say Bad Bunny's going to win. Even if it's a schmoz, he's going to go over, I believe. What kind of name is he's a, Is he a rapper? <laughs> I mean, is it rap or is he like R&B? I, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Let me know. He's a yeah. popular. Yeah, no problem. Thing trademark. With that name, I don't know. The uh, Blue Bunny might be like, "Hey, man, rapper, singer, and record producer." There we go. You know what? I may have to go with you guys, even though my gut says otherwise. But you know, I think we've pre- presented a very compelling argument as why Priest can lose and it won't hurt him because I think the stipulation protects him. You know, I mean, stipulation protects either one of them. I mean, Bad Bunny loses, who cares? Yeah, and this- Priest loses, you know, whatever. This could also be the fracturing of the Judgment Day because Rhea is now the champion and kind of set on a course to we're defending the belt is the thing now. Who's your mommy? You know, is uh, is the Dominic storyline going to continue the same way now that she's the champion? That should be an interesting I, thing to see also. No, I, but I, I mean, I mean if, if this was the end for the Judgment Day, I could totally see them letting Priest take the pin just to have him go away for a little bit to wash the, the Judgment Day stain off to bring him back fresh. Yeah, you so, know what? Yeah, so Bad Bunny or... Uh, Damian Priest. No, we're going with the other guy. That bunny thing is just like, <laughs> that's like kind of creepy. Hoppity hop. The biker, what bunny is creepy. We're going with the priest. I'm just got bad juju. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to join. I'm going to have to go with you guys and go with bad bunny. 
I, I started out thinking Damian Priest, but, you know, talking about it, it's like, okay, you know, I can kind of see the, the rationale. Yeah, but, you know, I don't like his name either. So. <laughs> <It's kind of laughs> I don't like his name either. It, it, well, it's a little creepy. I, I remember <laughs> oh. when I started using that name that I was what? like. That what name? Damian. Oh, Damian? Yeah. Yeah, that was around the time the Omen came out, man. It wasn't cool to be naming your kid Damien from like eighty three to eighty eight. Oh my god! It was also the name of Jake Roberts Snake for how long? Yeah, quite a while, or whatever the Omen was. <laughs> yeah, so. There's a sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and um, coming back from our sponsor commercial, we have <laughs> the semi main event, which I thought would be the main event, but at the sixth man took that spot is Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. This is a this is a fascinating one because yeah. it depends how long you're going to stretch the program out for. Right. You know, is uh, because does Brock win and Cody goes after him again? But you just had Cody deflate after WrestleMania to some people. What would do better? I mean, I know we don't think that way, but if you want to keep that fire burning under Cody's ass, do you have Cody win now? Do you have Cody? lose you have cody fluke win you have a disqualification i, I think, mean uh, how, how do you go about this i think this match is going to be about selling and it's cody's selling is going to tell one story and the way brock sells is going to tell another story so i think cody is going to get the absolute shit beat out of him and he's going to sell like ricky morton level and he's going to get all the sympathy in the world and he's going to get that comeback and he's going to fight from underneath and he's going to fucking rock brock and he's going to sell his ass off for cody and he's going to get that close and brock's going to take him over but that's why i think they're going to be in the semi-main i think this match is probably not going to be as long as everybody thinks no. <laughs> i think yeah. maybe less than 10 minutes i think that's brock brock's usual but it's going to be high impact and i think the selling is going to be the emotion that's going to keep cody the people behind him i think with the build to the match that cody build to the match is cody's not afraid of brock the build to the match really has done seems like brock has gotten the upper hand now it doesn't mean jack shit but if you want to reestablish cody as a threat you have him go over brock now when it comes to brock lesnar though brock would be like no nah, i'm cool bro you know i'm winning this one we'll do some sort of clean you know i mean the lot the only guy that's beaten brock in recent memory clean was roman so i, I don't think so, brock would have a problem doing a job but i don't think cody needs to beat him right now i think that's cody's story right now is kind of bouncing back and it would it wouldn't now. i don't think it would make a lot of sense for him to come in and beat brock after not being able to beat roman right off but the bat long, have him still fighting he's still fighting back you know this is still part of his comeback fight how long you another setback this is this is pure dusty stuff still fighting back where awesome. where you think everyone is going to be at, oh this is the one is there a dusty road yeah dusty is cody's dad ew Okay. Ew. <laughs> Ew. It's a splotch, man. It's universal in its appeal. So I'm I'm of two minds with this. I understand what you're saying about maybe you don't have Cody win here yet. My concern is you have to put him over Brock at some point for this to work. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Cody's going to be involved in the title tournament or whatever the hell they're doing for this at the end of the month. If it's a tournament, do you have Cody and Brock go to like a double count out or double DQ and both get eliminated from that tournament? Like Hogan and Andre at WrestleMania four. What do you, what do you have happen there? Because Cody can't lose here and lose the, 
in the tournament or what, whatever. That's where I'm thinking the, the payoff is in Saudi Arabia for him. Okay, but if he doesn't beat Brock, I mean, is it come, going to come down to Cody and Brock in the finals for that? That's what I think. That, that's, that's where I think, he gets, I think he gets over the next time. And you said, you know, it wouldn't make sense for Cody to beat Brock when he lost to Roman. But Cody had the match won. This is true, but if this is the same thing oh, he can someone, do here. He yeah. can have that same thing. We've got the match but he, won. But who are you going to have but. outside interfere? I mean, Solo won the match for Roman. Yeah, and and that, yeah, that's true because now Solo's tied up in the main event. Yeah, and it wouldn't make sense so, to have him come out before that and do something. Right, and that's that's where I'm struggling with this because or it's not like a ref bump maybe or something. There's not a clear way. Yeah, it's definitely murky water. <laughs> I, I I think you have Cody go over is what I think because Brock got the Brock outsmarted him and got the better of him the night after mania Brock's had basically the upper hand since then. Yeah. I see. I definitely see the sense in it because even if Brock loses, he's still going to be strong no matter what. Cause he's Brock. Exactly. Right. And, you and know, he I don't sends think Cody into the tournament hot and then Who sets him up to either win the tournament or lose it to Seth. I don't think Cody can lose here and then win the tournament. Agreed. He could lose here and then beat Brock like, or the title, okay? But if he beats Brock here, then Cody's got to win again. You can't have him beat Brock and then turn around and lose to somebody else in the title tournament. That's what I was thinking, like, if they did the tournament, set it up like WrestleMania 4, where Savage had to go through giant people, Butch Reed and One Man Gang, and uh, who's the other one? Valentine, yeah. And then at the end, DiBiase, like, put increasingly bigger and bigger and bigger stepping stones as he moves up to the final of the tournament to take it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a tough match and that's what I like about it. It's a tough match to call because there are rationales to go either way. I mean, yeah, but, but like you guys are saying, I think the the most probably logical one is probably Cody winning. So. Do they, or do they go to the no contest route and then they come out and say, okay, you guys are resolve this. You guys are in the title tournament against each other in Saudi Arabia. I mean, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's another way they could do it is, you know, some sort yeah, of, it seems like trips has been like, pretty straightforward. Like Cody goes ballistic or something like that. And honestly, I hate to say it, Cody's selling for me is on the level of his dad. Dude can sell a beat down almost as good as his dad used to. So very good seller. You know, his selling since he's come back. I mean, I know legit that Hell in the Cell match was probably 100% legit, but all the other times, you know, I was like, you believe that. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. His character now is so much better than it was in AEW. Like, I'm a huge Cody fan now just because it worked so much better here. Do I think he goes over Brock? Damn. What do you guys think? I think it would be easier to predict this if we knew what they were doing at Night of Champions. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we knew that it was a tournament for sure, then yeah, look, Cody could lose here, face Brock in the tournament as, like, well, in the semifinal. Yeah, that's the only logical way that Cody loses, is if there's a tournament and right. that would be the only way for him to lose, making real sense. Right. I actually think we re- Like I said, if that tournament would have to build him to the highest degree, you know, each challenge would have to be bigger and bigger and bigger till he got to the final. It's a shame our resident sports analyst ditched just again, or else he'd be able to tell us everything. <laughs> our resident industry insiders, you know, either playing battle toads or count produce in the back room. So originally this was supposed to be King of the Ring at the end of the month in Saudi Arabia. So so under that premise, I assumed we were getting the actual like one day tournament format. Yes. Like we used to have. So if we just changed the name to Night of Champions, because instead of 
crowning a king of the ring, we're crowning the new uh, heavyweight champion, then yeah, it, it probably comes down to Brock and Cody in the finals. If that's the, the route you go, you have Brock go over here and maybe Cody looks to be in control and Brock hits him with a low blow or something to get it, the advantage back. I don't know that you you can't have Brock come out and like suplex city, crush him. No, it's got to be a competitive match somehow, but it, I just, I wish I knew for sure what, what was happening at the end of the month. Because if it's not a tournament, then I think Cody goes over. But are you seriously, I mean, I assume we're still working under the idea that Cody is number two in the entire promotion behind Roman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. So that being said, you cannot have him lose to Roman, get beat up by Brock the night afterwards, come back and lose to Brock and still expect him to be, you know, that dude. Unless you're going to do something massive, like strap the rocket ship on back to the end of Saudi Arabia or something like that. But I don't, I don't know. Something about that just seems off to me. I mean, if you make it believable, and I put a lot more faith in it in Triple H's hands than I ever want somebody else writing it. Cough, cough, Vince McMahon. That being said, you know, we, we all know Brock's track record. But again, does Brock lose anything by losing to Cody? I don't at think this point? so. And, you know, I, I don't think Brock has a problem doing jobs. I really don't. Like, I don't think that's been an issue since he's been back. Uh, but I, I don't think the support for Cody or his pops or anything have dropped since Mania. Like, I don't feel like there's been any loss of momentum for him the way the crowd reacts. Agreed. Maybe I'm wrong in that, but I just don't, I don't see, like, crowds souring on him or anything i don't think losing to brock because it's brock and he's got the mystique and aura that they've built up for however many years now i don't think it would hurt cody any but i don't know that you take that chance either so yeah this is the toughest one to pick i I mean you get knocked down you get back up again but you're never going to keep him down Dark period for me shout out to our boys the josephines on that one (laughs) is everything just bullshit (laughs) Yes. <laughs> if you drink some whiskey drink you drink some vodka drink you drink some cider drink that's that's a rough night um who are you so picking Chris? i'm gonna go with cody all right brock or cody brock. mine's going with brock right. i actually thought you went with cody earlier no no and then i was thinking about i know two cody <laughs> and they're dicks and so no the name and alone found out, loser. found out he was dusty's son and she's like okay. no that's that's fair. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I I just call it as I see it. Yeah, what the hell? I'll go with Brock too. Throw caution to the wind here. We know our Brock. He's totally cool. <laughs> I think it's Brock. I think Brock goes over here. Cody has to overcome. You know, he's not done on his journey to overcome obstacles because there really were no obstacles for him since he came into the company, other than getting hurt. I mean, his own body was the only obstacle. Right. Until he ran into Roman. So yeah, I think Brock wins here. And then maybe we get them in the finals for the title and Cody gets his win then. That's kind of what I was thinking. That's all the being a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long shot, but I think it's I think it's still a good shot. I I mean I I mean I won't be surprised at that, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's a toss up for me. But at the same time I could I could totally see them panic booking and reacting to the internet. (laughs) I if if Vince was in charge, yeah. I, or, or there's always the main guy in the big event, and then there's always that underdog that says, "No, not today." And then there's the middle guy that's working his way up, and he's gonna get it. But then there or the medium-sized man, not medium-sized man. Shout out there in Grafton. They they pick like a medium win. I don't know. Somebody's got to be at the bottom. Someone's got to be at the top really so hard on their bodies. And like in the 60s, 
in the early 70s. Those guys really, th that you can see it. There's certain places we would meet them backstage when they're in like the hallway and they would sign the boys' flyers and stuff. That, that That's, I, I don't know, you got to really love wrestling a lot because you're giving your body away you're you're now putting a time limit on your mobility and just like with football players the the head injuries it's a lot as everybody else except me is going with brock three brocks and a cody sounds like a boy band <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving cody, on to the main event. oh no wait a minute you missed the match did i oh, bianca and uh, eo Oh, Bianca, you know what I'm looking at? You are absolutely right. Well, I think this one's pretty cut and dry. I think Bianca right. goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any way that Bianca loses unless there's like a uh, Shawn Michaels knee injury in the Power and Glory tag team match situation. Bianca's had the title for a while, hasn't she? <laughs> Since Mania what? 38? Did she win it back? At no. Becky Lynch took it from her at the Rumble, right? No, Becky did, took it from her at the SummerSlam beforehand, and then okay, that's Bianca won it back at Mania the following year, and she's had it ever since. Yeah, she's had it since Mania 38. So, I don't know. I think there's a there's a chance you could do something here, because Is Bailey you've, got a long way, you've got a long ways off until next WrestleMania and Bianca versus Rhea as a potential major match. Bianca's had over a year reign. This could, uh, you know, EO's fantastic in the ring she's going to more than hold her own and bring her side to this match Agreed. and if, if she goes over then you end up with uh turmoil and damage control because bailey couldn't get the job done now eo does so i wouldn't i wouldn't say there's no chance that it happens i'm probably still picking bianca here but i, I think there's interesting avenues that you could could go with here if you did have eo win i just i just don't see bianca losing it anytime soon because i think they want to give her like a real definitive title run and i think she's still in the middle of that i mean chris if you do it to charlotte flair you can do it for bianca belair because look who's more over and always has been and her and Rhea are on opposite shows so i mean the title switch you know doesn't hurt anybody so but but again i mean do you do you cause trouble and damage control there's there's a couple different avenues to go down with that it really could go either way i definitely go with bianca now that now I'm still thinking about it. Did Bailey leave WWE? No. I hope not. Because, uh, I thought there was some uh on damage control. Okay, cool. Uh, then maybe they could be or, or would they be willing to elevate someone above Bailey in the group? Well see my thought is you if you have EO go over here, then you have a jealous Bailey who couldn't get the job done. And you know, she had was kind of trying to relegate EO to just tag team with Dakota and that whole thing. And you, you may not have seen this room because you don't watch the weekly TV and, and I don't know how much Spiker sees, but and I think it was maybe before WrestleMania. Even. They had Bailey go and she was talking to Adam Pierce and she had got herself a match against Bianca and they complained like, why isn't it one of us? Why is it you always? And so that's how EO, I don't know if it was the, how EO got this match or if it was you know, like a previous match on raw, but I think you could sow some seeds of discontent there and have a jealous Bailey. And, you know, you have Bianca come back for a rematch, have damage control cheat to help EO retain, or maybe you have Bailey cost EO the title after she's had it. I think there's different ways you can go here. 
depending on what you want to do. I, I don't think it's completely cut and dried. Like I said, Bianca's had the title since Mania last year, so that's a 13th-month reign. That's a strong title reign. So I, I could see them making a change here. I, I, I don't think I would bet on that, but I think there's plausible reasons to do it. Yeah, if, uh, if she did drop it, like you said, it would definitely sow those seeds of discontent in the group and elevate EO right. or be a catalyst to push Bailey higher. Right. Which yeah, either I mean, way, I mean, and then also, I guess they could, but then who else is there for Bianca to feud with? Well, maybe you end up with a triple threat of Bianca, EO, and Bailey. Yeah, there's that, I mean, there's that avenue. Know, and looks like on paper, oh, they're going to work together against Bianca. And then you have Bailey, you know, being hurt and upset. She's not the champ. And she, you know, tries to pin EO. They get into it, and Bianca re- regains the title. I, there, there's ways to go. I think in the end, it's probably Bianca here, just because I don't see, like if, if Trish Stratus would have been drafted to SmackDown, then I could have seen potential for like a Trish-Bianca program without the title. But I don't know that there's a, a strong contender, like you said. Which uh, which show did Indy, oh, what's her last name? Indy Hartwell, she went, yes, to, Hartwell. She went to Raw. But I'm actually yeah. wondering if her vacating the NXT women's title like she did last night, she might have to take a little time off. I think she might be legit hurt. Yeah, she, I mean, she was in a walking boot on yeah, her so, last yeah, night. Yeah, so so I don't know how much of a factor she's going to play for a little while. But I think the way the draft went, I think all of the way ended up on Raw, Candice, Gargano, Dexter Loomis, and Indy. So I don't know if they're setting up a potential for that stable to reform maybe down the line. I don't know. Would you say that this is the way? I don't know if it is or not. That's the thing. I'm not I'm not sure that it's, <laughs> it's not as obviously the way as other ways. Are. I, uh, I, totally, I totally set you up for that one. I just don't, you know, looking over the rosters, I don't see a lot of strong, I I don't see a lot of strong candidates for a next feud if EO loses here, unless you're going to now go to Dakota out of damage control. Well, Asuka's there, I guess. You could go back to the Asuka. That'd just be kind of redoing it. Yeah. I'm going to go with the wild card. I'm going to pick EO. It'd be cool, but I I don't know. I kind of feel like Bianca. But man, I don't know. Could something weird be happening with the street profits that could cause her to lose or win? Who knows? Bianca. What does Mama say? Bianca or EO? EO. EO. EO was her name. Oh, <laughs> she I said. She to... said the other girl sounds like Banaka. <laughs> <laughs> it was fresh, fresh, fresh. <laughs> yep. yep. So we've got two EO and two Bianca. Is that right? EO and EO was her name. Oh, clap, clap. Clap, clap. All right. Now we're ready for the main event. All right. We have the bloodline of Soa and the Usos versus Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. I'm really intrigued by this match. Me like, it, it, it seems like on paper, just looking at it, knowing what you know as a wrestling fan, like the obvious is one of the, you know, the bloodline is breaking up. <laughs> but do they take a weird avenue? I mean, you're starting to tease it, and you're really planting the seeds, and you're doing it well. Like yeah, when say seeds. I mean, it's been really like captivating. I, I feel, I see the bloodline taking the fall just because it would. You haven't had them lose a big match like this, and I see one of the Usos taking the fall because then Solo can be like, "Well, what happened?" So, you know, or okay, solo well, letting it happen, or... I hope they're not... I mean, they've been teasing the, uh, like, a little KO Sammy drama. Hopefully they don't break up yet. Yeah. 
think it's way too soon for that. Uh, okay, let me run this by you guys and see what you think. Jimmy takes the pinfall because so far Jimmy has been loyal, right? Jay's been the one that, that's been questionable, the one that got pinned at Mania. Jay takes the fall and Solo has orders to deal with him appropriately if they lose. So Solo gives Jimmy the spike after the match, instant Jay face turn, saving his saving his twin brother from his younger brother. Is that enough to to completely fracture them, or do you go a slower burn with See, I think the seeds have been laid in such a way that if we go any slower with it, I think people are going to start to lose interest at this point because you had to use those lose at WrestleMania. That was yeah, the first I think draft. it's ready to pop. You know, that, that was the first one. I think it's the fact that the situation they're in right now, I think it'd be stupid to have the faces lose because, you know, it seems like the face is always lost, I guess, to Bloodline up until WrestleMania. And, you know, KO and Sammy, yeah, they're always going to have their ad odds thing. I think that's a given, given their past relationship. And I think that's awesome. I, I, you'd be stupid to take the belts off them anytime soon now because they're stupid over. And they're like your other big time base besides Cody Rhodes. But you need to really start showing the kinks and, okay, who's, who is going on whose side? You know, who is playing who and whose allegiances really lie somewhere? Yeah, I think. Solo is sticking with Roman no matter what. And th- I think the real question is going to be is, uh, is Jay going to go with Jimmy and, or is it going to go with Solo? Or, or I got him mixed up. So you've got, and I think, I think like the predictable way to do this is Jimmy eats the pinfall or Jay eats the pinfall yeah. because he's the questionable guy and he's the one that lost the, the titles. So I think the predictable way is Jay loses and then he gets kicked out and Jimmy stays for the time being. Maybe I don't know if you completely fracture it or if you do it piece by piece. Right. That's what I'm wondering. Like, will the twins stay together? I think right. Solo's turning on the, on them no matter what, but he's, he's turning on whoever takes the pinfall. Yeah. yeah. That's a good it's way to put a, it. Right. It's just a case of is Jay the one that takes the pinfall and gets excommunicated from the group and Jimmy stays behind with Roman and Solo for now. And then in a month or two, you know, Jimmy screws up and he gets cut and then we get to a point where solo fails roman and roman has to deal with him like i don't don't know if that leaves roman all alone which i think is going to be the end result and what i wonder is does roman end up all alone by losing the title to jay at SummerSlam? so i'm wondering will that will they coincide the him winding up alone with next mania like when he has no one left to protect him see and that's what i feel the next cody and roman match should be it's just the two of them you don't have solo running in at the end for the bs ending you don't have anybody there because think about it every one of roman's big defenses he got saved by somebody right think of that cody promo too for that match yeah that'd be literally dusty's soul coming out of his mouth right i've been through everything i got rid of everybody i've done it all and now it's just you yeah exactly (laughs) and i mean solo pop and roman unless solo becomes the new big heel and roman comes back as a face you have a couple different avenues solo has the potential without a doubt like he's sitting under the right learning tree he's got it. he's learning in the ring he's got it it's just a matter of what you do with him later on and i mean the usos you know shit or get off the pot it's pretty much what the storyline is now you guys already choked you lost twice against kevin and sam you know what's what's gonna happen uh, now? Uh, sadly i think they've reached their rocker moment so which one jumps through the barbershop window 
<laughs> right? They both have great potential, though, man. I mean, which one's the one with all the DUIs, though? Because I don't think... Uh, is it Jimmy that's Jimmy. married to Naomi? Yes. Yeah, that's Jimmy, then. Because I, yeah. I think he's the one. Yeah. I mean, he'd, he'd be one I think you'd want to push to the background a little bit. Because, you know, with them trying to be a good, you know, kind of public image. You're like, oh, hey, here's yeah. a <laughs> baby face. And he's got, like, four DUIs. I mean, Jay. No I mean, bueno. I mean, as Michael said in our WrestleMania show, and he keeps going back to me, he's right. The story has been Roman and Jay. Oh, and Jay has started to flower again. You know, and you can have Sammy, you know, something Sammy, Sammy kept trying to talk him out of it. And finally, he just snaps. I don't know. I'm going with the baby faces because I'm really curious to see. I think you open more avenues if they win right. as opposed to the bloodline win. If, if the faces lose, and this being the main event, I don't think. I don't think they lose. I don't think okay. you're going to send the. You're not going to send Puerto Rico crowd home unhappy. <laughs> so yeah. I I think I think if they were to lose, Riddle eats the pinfall. Right. I don't think. You know, Sammy or KO do the job here. I think it would be Riddle. Yeah. And that's the only reason I think there's a chance the heels could win is because it's a six man, the titles aren't on the line, and Riddle can take the pinfall and not hurt Sammy and KO. But yeah. I think I think this is the point where they win and at least one member of the bloodline doesn't come back into the group. Or it's either Jay's gone or Jimmy and Jay are gone. I just don't know which way it's going. They've made it so wonderfully ambiguous. Right. That, this has been the best angle they've had in 20 years. And it might be longer than that. It might be since, I don't even know. Yeah, right. I mean, I was going to say Austin. I was say maybe, uh, I guess they had Austin McMahon or, or Heenan Hogan. Right. Or, or R-Truth 24-7-365-I-95 titling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Hogan as in Hulk? What? Yep, Hulk Hogan, Ma. What about him? No, I was just saying. Uh, Mike had mentioned that uh, the bloodline was involved in one of the longest running storylines and feuds in recent memory. And we were trying to think of a few others and we came up, he came up with Austin and McMahon. And then I mentioned Bobby Heenan against Hogan. Yeah. But then just was... long running feuds. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Okay, and didn't Andre Take the controls of the plane? Oh, okay. That was a big, big event. Yep, that, that was, was a, yeah, WrestleMania 3. I remember the pilot that. has already made the ultimate sacrifice. When I laugh, no, that's you, a Hulk Hogan or a you, Ultimate Warrior interview about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Which the original promo is fantastic, but then Christian's recreation of it is like spot on. Oh, that's fantastic. That's the highlight so, of DVD. It's so damn funny. Had me in tears watching it because he was like dead on facial expressions and everything. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who are we picking, guys? And Mama. Uh, I'm I'm going with Team. Uh, I got to go with KO, Sammy, and Riddle. Same. Same. Same here. The Bloodline, Ma. Or the good guys, KO, Sammy, and Riddle. Say those names again. <laughs> the last three names. KO, Riddle, and Sammy. Is this is a triple yes. tag? Three against three. And the other guys are called the Bloodline. What's their names? Jimmy, Jay, and Solo. <laughs> They're all brothers. Two of them are twins. Like the right. And the one and and the one hangs out with no. a big for a guy named Chewbacca. Well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think the first guy's names are pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> K.O. Matt Riddle. <laughs> Matt Riddle. It's in the books. So it is written, so it shall come to pass. 
Yeah, we want to give a big shout out to Pause Chaos, Shard Johnson, and Stephen Burho. Get well, yes. Stephen. Hope you're doing yeah, well, buddy. For sure. Feel better. Love you, buddy. man. Love you, man. Yeah. Get well soon, but thinking of you all the time. And please make sure to catch our friends Jamie Warden, Roman Gomez on the Regional Wrestling Podcast with Ray Russell, available wherever you find your podcast and WrestleCopia.com. Okay, so that covers our backlash preview. We actually kind of said earlier it's kind of anticlimactic because we all were kind of in agreement about a lot of things. But you know what though? This is the type of show you can shake things up and prove everybody wrong. Yeah, we could all we could all be wrong on three or four matches that we all pick yeah. the same. So it'll be and interesting to see. It's a good card, top to bottom. Yeah, I'm so excited to check it out. It's going to be a good yeah. show. I'll be anxious to catch up on it. As I said, I don't think I'll be watching it live. But We'll have but. this. This show will drop Friday, day before the pay-per-view for the preview. And then our episode that will come out on the 14th, our regularly scheduled episode on the 14th, we will review the pay-per-view and see if we were right or wrong and discuss the matches. Yes. And give our... Uh, views and opinion on such. Shout out to Miles Kenny. See you all next week. Yep. Thanks for listening. Peace.